Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. And I want you to lift up your hands this Sunday morning. Thank God for bringing you to His presence. Lift up your hands, everybody. Thank God for bringing you to His presence. And, and ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you today. Ask the Lord to reveal his word to you. Ask the Lord that through his word, you'll be changed. You'll be a different person today. In the name of Jesus. That you not go home the same, the same way that you came. But you receive an understanding of the word of God. You receive an understanding of the word of God. You receive understanding of the word of God. That through his word, God will guide you. God will strengthen you. God will heal you. God will open your eyes. I want you to pray. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Pray with your understanding and pray in the Holy Ghost. Everybody, lift up your hands now. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for a wonderful, wonderful Sunday morning. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. We love you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. There is none like unto you. Be glorified, be exalted. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord, and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are happy to be in church? I want you to turn to the person to your left, to your right, and tell the person, I am happy that I'm sitting by you. Tell the person that together, we shall receive the word of God. Tell the person that together, God will speak to us. Tell the person that together, we are going to serve the Lord today. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, how many of you remember that we are talking about the Holy Spirit? Amen. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, okay, you remember, Jesus promised him to come to be with us. Turn your Bible with me to John chapter 14. Every Christian must know this verse. John chapter 14. We are reading from verse 16. This is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples before he left. He said, and I will pray the Father 
and he shall give you another comforter. Everybody say another comforter. Lift up your right hand and say the Holy Spirit is another comforter. Amen. That he may abide with you forever. So take note that Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit will abide. To abide means to live, to stay, okay, to dwell with us forever. So the Holy Spirit is not just here and then he just goes, but he's here with us forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So we have been learning about the fact that it is important for all of us as Christians to relate with the Holy Spirit very, very well because he is the person who is in the life of Christians today. Helping us to live our Christian life and helping us to serve the Lord. Everything, look at me, everything about you as a Christian, alright, those of you who are students, those of you who are workers, those of you who are wives, those of you who are husbands, those of you who are pastors, those of you who are shepherds, those of you who are businessmen, politicians, look, you need the Holy Spirit to help you. The Holy Spirit is, is here to help us in all these areas. In all these areas, the Holy Spirit is here to help us in all these areas. The Holy Spirit is here to help you with your studies. Okay? Any subject that you don't understand, right, begin to ask the Holy Spirit, I don't understand mathematics. It is too complex for me. Please, can you teach me? You will be shocked that you, as you go on, you that you could get 10% in mathematics, as you, as you go on, you'll be getting 50%, you'll be getting 60%, 70%, 90%, because the Holy Spirit is, is, will teach you. Jesus said that when he comes, he will teach us. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. Hallelujah. He's a great teacher. He's a mighty teacher. In your business, if you ask him, he'll give you wisdom. He'll show you what to do, what not to do. So that is why it is so important, you know, that we know the Holy Spirit. But unfortunately, the Holy Spirit is a forgotten helper. He's a helper that is available, but people don't remember that there's such a helper. He's a forgotten helper. And, and that is why many, many Christians and many of you here, you struggle. You see, because you, 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 the helper is there, but you are not asking him to help you. You, you are not relating with him. Yeah. 
He's such a mighty helper. Uh, look, when, when I was coming to church, I said, Lord, thank you for a wonderful weather. One of the prayers that I pray, I say, Lord, Sunday morning, please, don't let the rains come early in the morning, during the service. Let them come after. Do, do, do you get it? Yeah. I believe that God is there by his spirit to help us. So every area of your life, you can depend on the Holy Spirit. But you see, you can never really receive the help of somebody that you don't know. How many of you agree? If you meet somebody on the street, okay, you meet somebody on the street, you don't know the person. I mean, the person just appeared. He said, sister, can I use your phone to make, you know, a call? I need to make a call. And you look at the person, you say to yourself, hey, but who is this person? Is he a thief? Is he an arm robber? I mean, does he want to do something bad? Or maybe you just meet somebody around your area where you live. He said, please, I really need money. Can you help me? Can you give me 500 Ghana cities now? In two weeks' time, I'll pay. And, and the person has fallen to the ground, crying. Say, my, my child is dying. Please help me. You know, you maybe want to help the person, but because you don't know the person. I, I get what I'm saying. You may say, okay, no, I don't have 500. Maybe you can give the person even more. It's okay. Take 10 Ghana cities or 20 Ghana cities just to satisfy your conscience. I get what I'm saying. But somebody that you really know, your brother in the church here, your friend that sings in the choir, a fellow shepherd here, a fellow pastor, a colleague at work, a friend that you know, that you know the person very well. If the person is asking you for help, how many of you know that you will happily help if you can help? Because you know the person. So, before the Holy Spirit can help us, we have to know him. We have to know him. And the tragedy is that most Christians don't know the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 19, if you remember that scripture, when Peter met some disciples at Ephesus, he asked them, you know, have you been baptized of the Holy Spirit? They said, we have not heard of any Holy Spirit. We have not even heard. We have not even heard. Eh? Do you understand it? He said unto them, Acts 19 to have you received the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. We have not even heard. Can you imagine? The Holy Spirit has come on earth. The Holy Spirit was already helping the, the, the apostles, the disciples in their life. These people said, look, we have not even heard. And many, many Christians are like these people. You have not even, not that you have not heard. In, in, in our case, we have heard, oh, there's a certain Holy Spirit. But many of us think that the Holy Spirit, you know, it just tongues. When I begin to speak in tongues, that is the Holy Spirit. Alright? That, that is the gift of the Holy Spirit. But not the Holy Spirit himself. Amen. So that is why for the last 
since this is the third week, we are talking about eight things that every Christian must know about the Holy Spirit. Now, the first thing a Christian must know is that number one, only believers can have the Holy Spirit. Only believers can have or only believers can receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alright. In John chapter 16 and verse uh, 17, Jesus said of the Holy Spirit that the world cannot receive him because the world does not know him. Hallelujah. But he said, as for you, as for you, because you have believed and you know me, you can receive him. So only believers, unbelievers cannot receive the Holy Spirit. If you want this wonderful helper in your life, you must first turn to Jesus and receive salvation. You must be born again. Can I have an amen? You must be born again. Amen. Then number two, okay, number two, we realize that those who do not have the Holy Spirit are not the children of God. Those who do not have the Holy Spirit are not the children of God. How many of you remember that? Romans chapter 8, verses 8 and 9. Uh, uh, the Bible says that anyone, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 9, verse 9, verse 9, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwelt in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So those who do not have the spirit of God are not the children of God. Amen? So how many of you have received Christ as your savior? Can I see your hand? Now, if you have received Christ as your savior, then you have also received the Holy Spirit. And if you have received the Holy Spirit, then you are a child of God. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now today, I want to give you the third thing that a Christian must know about the Holy Spirit. Alright? Write it down. It is those it is those who are led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. It is those who are led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. It is those who are led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. 
Everybody, open your Bible. Everybody, turn into your Bible. Romans chapter 8. I'm waiting for you to look up Romans chapter 8 verse 40 and underline it in your Bible. Underline it. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Let's read it together. Romans chapter 8 verse 41. Go. Read it again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Are you understanding that? It is those who are led, who are directed and guided by the Spirit of God, who are the true sons and daughters of God. Somebody who does not obey or listen to you as a parent, as a father, or as a mother, cannot say that he or she is your child. You see, because the main relationship between parents and their children is that parents guide their children. They lead their children. They instruct. Once you are a child, I got to say, your parent, your father, your guardian, your mother will tell you, do this, go here, go to school, choose this school, choose this profession. This one is better for you. Once you are a child, once you are a child, okay, that is what happens. How many of you know that? Yeah. Now, in our relationship with God, all right, we are God's children. We are God's children in our relationship with him. And so God will want to guide us. God wants to tell us what to do. God wants to show us where to go. He wants to lead us. He wants to lead us. That is what God wants to do. Because we are his children. Can I have an amen? Eh? Yeah. Now, give me Psalm 32 and verse 8. Psalm 32 and verse 8. God's word says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. I seen it. God says, I will instruct thee. I will teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eyes. This talks about guidance. So, in our relationship with God, this is what he wants to do. He wants to guide us. He wants to lead us. He wants to hold our hands. God wants to hold your hand and lead you into life. It's a life is very dark. And our understanding is limited. Our wisdom is limited. Our knowledge is limited. Our knowledge about who should be a, who should be your wife, who should be your husband, what business should you do? Should you go into ministry? 
What ministry should you do? Where must you travel to? We have some knowledge. We have some understanding. We have some education. We have some experience. But it is very limited. And that is why God himself wants to guide us. And this is, this is the reason why. This is one of the reasons why Jesus said the Holy Spirit will come. Yeah. Look at. Everybody turn your Bible with me to John chapter 16 and verse 13. Open to that scripture in your Bible. John chapter 16 and verse 13. And mark it. And mark it. Underline it in your Bible. How be when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide. Now see that word right there. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but for so he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. John chapter 16 and verse 13. I see it in your Bible. I can't see you holding your Bible. Everybody lift up your Bible and let me see. You cannot come to church without a Bible. Lift up your Bible. I want to see. Alright? Okay? Never come to church again without a Bible. Alright? Yeah. We are not doing farming here. Okay? Yeah. We are not doing fishing here. We are, we are here at church in the presence of God. And the main thing we do when we come is to study the word of God. So have a Bible. Amen. Have a Bible. Alright. So you can see right in that scripture that Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes and Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. Listen. And that is very important. The spirit of truth is very important because you see, because there's a lot of untruth Deception, dishonesty, do you see? Liars, crookedness in the world. A lot of things in the world are just like this. They are not straight. You are doing business with somebody. The person says, I have money. I have this. What, what are people able to do for, for an eye? What are people able to do for an eye? I mean, you sit in Ghana, you're able to convince a white man. A white woman somewhere to just be flowing, bringing you money, you know. You see, the person, the person is following something which is not true. And there's a lot of untruth, deception, liars. You are a sister, somebody misses you, say, I'll marry you, I'll take care of you. Do you see? Is it true? Or it is not true? How do you know that? I can do that. That is why the Holy Spirit is in our heart. Jesus calls him the Spirit of Truth. As for as for the Holy Spirit, once he's there, one of the things that you do is that in spite of the darkness, if you depend on him, he will guide you into truth. You will know the truth. You will know the truth. You will know the truth. He will show you that what the person is saying is true. What the person is saying, it is not true. Do not go after this person. The person is just lying to you. Don't go here. If you go here, look, it looks as if that everything is working, but it is not working. It is not like that. The Holy Spirit, that is his, his work. How many of you realize that he's a very important person? Yeah, very important person. In our hearts, with us. 
Amen. And give me John 16, 13. You will see that God is saying that through the Holy Spirit, He will guide us in two ways. Look at it. Eh? God is saying through the Holy Spirit, He will guide us in two ways. Alright? Number one, number one, okay, through the Holy Spirit, God will tell us what we need to know. God will tell us what we need to know. God will speak to us to guide our decisions. So as a Christian with the Holy Spirit in your heart, you must expect to hear the voice of God as you walk with him. Because look at what he said. He said, he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Which means that the Holy Spirit himself will hear certain things and then the Holy Spirit will speak those things to you. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Is the Spirit of Christ. Is the Spirit of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit hears what God the Father is saying about you. And then he tells you. He tells you. So, so that is how he guides you. You should expect the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You should expect the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Now, listen to me. If we're a child of God, alright, expect to hear the voice. Expect to hear the voice of God. Yes. How many of you have heard the voice of God before? Lift up your hand. If you have. Yeah? Is it? I can assure you that, listen to me, I can assure you that you have heard his voice before. Only that because you don't know the Holy Spirit, you, you, you didn't know that it is the Holy Spirit who is speaking to you. Yeah? Yeah? Yes? Yes? How many of you, you wanted to do something and then inside you, it was like, no, don't do it. Don't go. It's not right. Okay, go there. Yes. So, how many of you have had said things before? That's the voice of God. But you see, you don't know. You don't know. And as we go on, I'm going to show you how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks to you with an audible voice. You hear an audible voice. An audible voice. In Acts chapter 9, eh, Saul, who later became Paul, heard an audible voice. Saul! 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 Why are you persecuting me? He had, a, he had an audible voice. Yeah. It, it is not very common. And that is not the main way that... Uh, God speaks to us, but it is there. 
Yeah. And then he speaks to our spirits. He speaks to our spirit. As a witness, we have a confirmation. We, we, we know. We know. You just know that what you are doing is okay. It's okay. Yeah. So expect it. Expect it. What is the use of the Holy Spirit as a helper if he will not speak to you? What is his use? So it is not the Holy Spirit who is not speaking. But it is because you don't know him in the first place. You don't know him. Are you getting that? Yeah. So you don't know that this is the person who is speaking to you, the Holy Spirit. So expect to hear the Holy Spirit. And then, okay, number two, from this scripture we see that God will guide us eh, to the Holy Spirit. How? Because God will show us, through the Holy Spirit, God will show us the future. God will show us the future. What will happen tomorrow and the day after? So as a Christian, expect dreams, expect visions, expect trances, expect prophecies as you walk with God. Now look at what Jesus said. He said, have it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So that's the voice. Then look at the second part. And he will show you things to come. And he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit will guide you by showing you the future. How many of you want to know the future? Yes. What to travel to? What business you should do? What profession you should enter into? Has God called you? Must you go into ministry? Should you become a pastor? Should you become a parliamentarian? Should you become a politician? Should you become a business person? God will show you the future through the Holy Spirit that is in you. Watch right there. He said, and he will show you things to come. Can you give me the NIV? The NIV. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. Yeah. Okay. And he will tell you what is yet to come. May you know what is yet to come. I say, may you know what is yet to come. Yeah. So expect prophecies. You see, if you are working with God, the Holy Spirit will give you prophecies. Prophecies about your life. About so many things. When I watch, when I watch my life, my life is an outplay of many things that over the years 
the Lord has spoken to me. Yeah. When I finished medical school, I was in England and I was prepared to come to Ghana. I didn't know about any charismatic church in Ghana. Alright. And the Lord said, the work that I brought you here to do, talking about when I was in medical school, is over. When you go to Ghana, there's another work. Yeah. I remember it. So when I came, I just laid low. I was just praying, waiting on God. I was not in a rush. Not in a rush. Yeah. I was working at Kolebu. I didn't know which church to attend. A Colleen who took me to a church once or twice. The one time I was on the ward and I was free. There was nothing happening. It was a Sunday. So I asked, is there any church around? And so I said, there's a church at the canteen. It's called Lighthouse. So I went there. Nothing. I went there again. Then, shortly after that, I had a dream. In the dream, I saw somebody, a Christian brother, you know, who, who is also a doctor. And I asked him, do you know this church? Then he said, it's a very good church. Go there. It's a very good church. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He told me, when you go, there's some work for you to do. Okay? When I got up for the dream, I knew. I knew that this is the church. Lara Chapel International is a place that God is leading. So at my next visit, at the end of the, of the service, I went to Bishop, then Pastor Dark. I introduced myself to him. So wow. Come to the office. He showed me the office. He said, within a week we are here. Come. I went there, and that was it. That started the journey. And the work that he said, I have another work. You can see it. I'm right there. I'm doing that work. Amen. Do you understand it? Uh So the Holy Spirit is here to guide us. And those of us that he's guiding, we are the true children of God. Amen. Next week, I'm going to show you that if you are not allowing God. Huh? If you are not allowing God to guide you, if you are not allowing God to guide you, then you are not his child. Go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. That, that is the point we are making that it is those who are led, guided by the Holy Spirit Those are the children of God. 
Watch this. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, as many as are led, as many as are led, as many as are guided, as many who have been, you know, who are following God through His Spirit, as many that the Holy Spirit is saying, go here, come here, travel here, sit here, do this one, don't do this one, as many, and they are allowing themselves to be guided that way, they are the sons of God. Which means that, which means that, which means that, If you are not allowing God to lead you, eh, then you are not his child. Remember I told you, the main relationship between parents and their children is a guidance that they give to them. Guidance. So we too, we are the children of God. So, as God is guiding you, okay, he says, wow, that is my child. Come. Come. I have these two children. Wonderful children. I'm their father. You see, what's the other one? See, he doesn't want to come. Yeah? Yeah? He can't hear you see? Okay, this is my child, this is my child. I tell them, have you seen the man in the yellow tie? Go to him. He will tell you something. Wait! He will tell you something. When you go, stay there. Until he has finished with you, he will tell you when to come. Do you understand it? Now this one goes. This one is going and then you go, you go, go, go. Then when it gets to this point, turn right, turn right, turn right, turn, 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 turn right and go. Yeah, go, go and sit, sir, sit on the pew there. Wonder, go and join him. Now sit on that pew, yeah, join him, sit down and chat. Now watch. Is that what I told him? How, how many of you realize that that's not what I told him? Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? But look at this one. So, wait. Wait. Even though they are both my children, by their behavior, when I look at them, the one who is the real child is this one. Not this one. So when God looks at you, he tells you, pray, you mind him. Read your Bible, you mind him. Go into ministry, you mind him. You know, directing you, you will not mind him. You are a child all right. So your status as a Christian doesn't change. You are born again, washed by the blood of Jesus, forgiven, you have received Christ, you know, 
by grace through faith in Christ and all that. But in terms of a certain heart towards you, it's not there. And next week, I'll show you the dangers of not following God and not, not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you. Amen. How many of you believe that you are God's child? Then allow him to lead you. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. Stand to your feet. It is those who are led by the Spirit of God who are the sons of God. How many of you understand the message? Stand to your feet, everybody. Lift up your hands and I want you to pray and tell the Holy Spirit, please help me. Help me to follow you as you guide me. Don't let me be stubborn. Don't let me be disobedient. Please help me. Lift up your hands and pray. I want to see your two hands lifted up. I want to see your two hands lifted up. Please guide me in my relationship decisions, in my business decisions, in my travels, in my ministry decisions. I'm a pastor. Please don't let me just preach anything I want to preach. Hold any programs that I just want to hold. You have called me. You have given me your spirit. Lord, please, let me follow your spirit. Let me follow your spirit. Guide me. Guide me. Help me. Lead me. Instruct me. Teach me. By your spirit, lift up your hands and pray. This prayer will change everything about your life. As you allow God to take over your life. Some decisions that you want to take this week. Ask God, please lead me. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, guide me. In the name of Jesus. 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 I want to travel. Guide me. I want to start a certain business. Please guide me. Please guide me. I want to propose to a lady to marry. Please guide me. Please guide me. Please lead me. Please teach me. Please show me your will. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Now, give the Lord a wonderful clap, offering. How many of you have understood the message? The Holy Spirit. He's there. Eh? He's there. He's right there. He's right there. I don't just get up to just preach something. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Often, even before I, I, weeks or months, he says, teach them about this. Teach them about this. Teach them about this. Then I write it down. I write it down. Yeah. 
Amen. Next week, next week, I will show you the dangers of not allowing yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. It's dangerous. Amen. Close your eyes. Today, I want to pray for you. Maybe your friend invited you to come to church. One of our pastors invited you to come to church. One of our shepherds. Or you came on your own. But as we are standing here, you know clearly that you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You are not born again. I want to pray for you. I want you to know that Jesus loves you and he will save you today and wash away your sins no matter how many sins you have made. Jesus will forgive you as every eye is closed. If you want me to pray for you so that Jesus will receive you as his child and forgive you for your sins so that today you can become a born again Christian. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up very high. Don't be ashamed of anybody. God bless you. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Father, thank you for my brothers and my sisters who have lifted up their hands to come to you. Lift up your hand. What a blessing. Now, all those of you who have lifted up your hand, I can see you. I want you to do one more thing. Leave where you are standing and come to me to the front here. Bring your Bible and your book. Come. Come. Bring your Bible, your, 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 your bag, whatever you came to church with. Bring it. Ashes, can you help them to come? Can you help them to come? Clap your hands for them. Come on to Jesus. Clap your hands for them. Let him have his way. Oh, come on to Jesus. Give him your What a blessing. What a blessing. Listen to me, those of you here. Jesus is saving your soul. Okay? You are becoming a child of God. Remember that it is only those who believe who can have the Spirit of God, which means that the Spirit of God is going to come into your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Close your eyes and say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. Please wash me with your precious blood and write my name in your book of life. Thank you, dear Jesus, for saving me. Amen. have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon. 
opposite the Kolebu main gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His present service 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory Gain 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope Tree 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.